Good morning, everyone. My name is Kristen Chu. I am one of the leaders here, and I have the privilege of speaking on this last Sunday in Advent, and also the last Sunday that we'll be here in 2019. Mm. <laughs> um, so I do have a fear of public speaking. Um, some of you may recognize me. I occasionally give the announcements, and in order to relax myself, I always say, don't worry, Kristen, it's not like you're giving the sermon. <laughs> Um, so a couple months ago, I was praying one day and I said to God, all right, God, I'm ready for a risk. The next thing that you ask me, I will say yes to. And literally the next day I got an email from Pastor Craig asking me to do the sermon. So, okay. Um, one last thing and then we'll actually begin. I grew up with two brothers. Um, and for whatever reason, I always expected that I would have sons. It was convinced in my mind that I was going to have all boys. So six years ago, I'm pregnant with twins, my husband and I, and we're sitting in a Manhattan apartment with a gender reveal envelope in front of us. We open one slip, and it's pink. I'm like, okay, we got one more, God. Open the next one, and it's pink again. Two beautiful girls. So we go for the third, and I'm a very mathematical person. I'm like, all right, God, there is a one in eight chance that we would get all girls. Low chance. Um, and God gives us another beautiful girl, our Eliana. Um, so I learned, I have learned, that God gives us what we need and ultimately what we truly want, even if we don't realize it or expect it at the time. And this leads us to today's sermon about the unexpected Messiah for the Jewish people. At the time of the birth of Jesus, the Jews had not had a king in the line of David since 586 B.C., they had not had a prophet in over 400 years. Israel was currently being ruled by the Romans and the, the king Herod, which we've all heard of. Herod was known for his amazing building projects, but also his arbitrary, ruthless actions. Ruthless indeed, we know from Matthew that he ordered the, the murder of all boys under the age of two, which is crazy. I can't really imagine living in a time like that. And so the Jews expected and wanted a king and had interpreted all the prophecies in the Old Testament that they were due a king. They wanted a mighty warrior that would take back control of Israel from the Romans, that they could rule once again. They wanted peace in their land. They were looking for their circumstances to change, right? They were looking for a what, but instead God gave them a who, a little baby. God didn't give them peace in their land as they thought they desired, but he gave them peace in their hearts. And I think peace in hearts is something that we still search for even today, right? And in the same way, just like the Jews, we often look for our circumstances to change instead of looking for the who, our Jesus. But how do we do this? What does it mean to look for the who? What does it mean to find our Jesus? And how do we achieve this peace in our hearts that we all so much long for. Well, I'm going to discuss three elements of peace. God with us, God's promise of peace, and God as a foundation for peace. God with us. We see from Genesis to Revelation that God is with us, but he's with us in different ways, and he's with different sets of people, right? Before the fall, God actually walks alongside Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden. 
But after the fall, it gets a little more tricky. God has his chosen set of people, the Israelites, and then he selects individual people such as Abraham and Moses that he specifically reveals himself to. I'm going to use an example in Exodus with Moses. God was talking to Moses one day. Moses, obviously one of the person that was chosen, God chose to reveal himself to. And he said to Moses, okay, Moses, it's time to depart to the promised land. It's time to journey to the promised land. I'm going to send my angels with you on this journey. Now, I personally would be ecstatic if God said I got to hang out with a couple of angels, right? But Moses said, no, that's not good enough. God, we need you. We need your presence. So, God, so Moses made his, his case. He pled to God, and God agreed. And God said, my presence will go with you, and I will give you rest. I'm going to reference that later. Once the first temple was built in 1000 BC, God lived in the innermost sanctuary of this holy temple, and only the high priest could go and be in the presence of God once a year to petition for his people. And then, of course, the rest of the Old Testament, we have the prophets, but they were far and few between. The Jews were desperate for their king. So that's the present. And then, that was the past, sorry. And then comes Jesus, and Jesus changes everything. Through Jesus Christ, we have access to our God, through our Jesus, via the Holy Spirit. In Matthew 28, 20, which is the last verse in Matthew, the resurrection of Jesus says to his disciples, Behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. This is now. This is the present. Jesus is with us right now. So we talked about the past and the present. I'm going to look at the future. In Revelation 21, John sees a new heaven and the new earth. John hears a loud voice from the throne saying, Behold, the dwelling place of God is with man. He will dwell with them, and they will be his people. And God himself will be with them as their God. God has been with us through the entire story. He's here now, and he will be with us in the future. Moving on to the second element, God's promise of peace that he has given us. In Luke 2, we learn about a man named Simeon. I'm sure we remember this story. Now, Simeon was old in age, and he was one of those select, very special individuals that the Holy Spirit actually fell upon before the resurrection of Jesus. And the Holy Spirit had told him, Simeon, you will not die until you see the Messiah. So one day, Simeon, the Holy Spirit says, okay, Simeon, this is the day. Go to the temple. He goes to the temple. Baby Jesus is being presented as was custom in Mosaic law. And Simeon looks at baby Jesus and he holds him in his arms and he says, Lord, now you are letting your servant depart in peace according to your word. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you are prepared before the face of all peoples, a light to bring revelation to the Gentiles and the glory of your people Israel. Simeon had to wait his entire life to depart in peace, as he said. But we have it right now, right now through Jesus Christ. We just have to reach out and take it. Interesting fact, the Anglican and Catholic churches still utter this prayer at the closing of each day to remember um, the peace that Jesus Christ brings them. Now, there are many times that we don't know the will of God, right? Many times. But peace is not one of those times. He tells us countless times in the Bible that it is his will for us to be at peace, 
Do not fear, he says. In John 14, 27, it says, My peace I leave you, my peace I give to you, not as I not as the world gives do I give to you. Let your heart not be troubled, neither let it be afraid. My peace I give to you. This is a gift given to us by Jesus. And all we need to do is believe that we have received it. Now, I want, I want to highlight an important step here. Believe you have received this gift and then thank him. Thank our Lord, even if you don't feel this peace yet. I looked at it like a wrapped gift. I know when someone gives me a gift, I often thank them both before I open it and also after I open it. Think of peace as a wrapped gift and thank him. Thanking him is an acknowledgement to God that you believe he has given it to you. It's an acknowledgement to God that you understand his will, that you pray according to his will, and that you believe you have received what you asked for. This is faith. Mark 11, 24, whatever you ask for in prayer, believe that you have received it and it will be yours. Peace is God's will for you. Ask for it and believe you have received it. The last point. We can't talk about peace without talking about what our foundation is built upon. As humans, we love to control things, right? Whether it's our finances, our work, our kids, our family, our looks, our age, We love to control things, and the problem is these things are mutable. They change. And so when they change, we get our foundation slips and we fall. The levels of anxiety in this country are staggering. My family recently went through a really difficult time when one of my family members experienced um, debilitating levels of anxiety. And it not only rocked his core, but also rocked the core and the foundation of those around me, around him, even me. Um, even I began to second guess, was my foundation built on a what, my circumstances? Or was it built on who? Was my foundation built on Jesus Christ? Rob Raymer, who uh, was a professor of, of Pastor Craig's and the author of the book Soul Care, which I highly recommend to everyone here, says this. When your foundation is threatened, your mind will start racing. Your soul will feel the internal quaking that results from a life constructed on a lie. Only when you stand on the true foundation of God's love can you feel peace. No matter what circumstances surround you. Our foundation must be built on God. God wants more of us. And the more we give of ourselves to him, the more he reveals his presence to us. And the more that we feel his presence, the more that we feel his peace. As he said to Moses, my presence will go with you and I will give you rest. So we've discussed God's promise of peace. We discussed, and all we, all we have to do is reach out and take it. We discussed our foundation on God in order to obtain peace. My mom has often said to me, I pray for peace for you. The wisdom of a mother, right? I've come to learn this is one of the most important prayers, not only for myself, but for those around me. So how do we actually achieve this peace? To me, it still sounds so out of reach, right? Well, I want to give you one practical suggestion that has worked for me. Every time a worry comes into mind, with a family matter, a stress over work, Maybe you're giving a sermon this coming Sunday. Give it to God. Give 
that stressful matter to God. Say a simple prayer. Lord, I give this stressful thought to you. The prayer itself is so simple. Now, what's hard is remembering to say this prayer, right? And what's even harder is to keep saying it, even when it doesn't feel like anything is changing, even when you don't feel that peace yet, even when you feel like God doesn't hear you. He hears you. You keep saying it. Persevere. Do not shrink back. Continue to give that stressful matter to God and thank him. Thank him for that gift of peace, whether it's wrapped still or unwrapped. Thank him. God is listening, and it is his will for you to be at peace in him. Believe you have received it. Give him thanks. Thank him for the peace that he has promised us. He will honor that promise. God is with us. And through the birth of Jesus Christ, he has brought us peace. Like the Jews, we needed to stop looking for the what and instead look for the who, Jesus Christ. We need to take the gift of peace that he has so freely given us through his amazing sacrifice. He is our Prince of Peace. I often think of that song by the Beatles this time of year. Here comes the song. Here comes the sun. It's all right. You guys know that one? Um, but I change it in my mind. Here comes the sun, S-O-N. It's all right. The peace. So this Christmas season, ask yourself, what is stopping me from the peace that has been so freely given to me? Are you struggling with a health issue and need a healer? Here comes the sun. It's all right. Are you feeling anxiety, worry, stress, and need the Prince of Peace? Here comes the sun. It's all right. Are you struggling with a relationship or the absence of a relationship? Here comes the sun. You are not alone. It's all right. Are you having difficulty with a job, the absence of job, knowing which career path to take? Here comes the sun. It's all right. Whatever it may be, pray to the God who is with us, the God who hears, because it's all right. Here comes the sun. Thank you.